0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Food and Freedom Podcast. Today's show is episode number 95, and I talk about conditioning, why it's important, and how you should implement it into your workouts. I give you some great sample workouts, my favorite conditioning tools that you can start using in your own workouts and really just go into the principles of it and why it's something that needs to be a staple in your workouts if you enjoyed today's show please leave a review on itunes that would really help the show grow have a lot of good stuff coming up for you as i near 100 episodes because of the growth of the podcast I've been able to get a couple interviews for you guys which i think you're really going to enjoy and uh, i'm looking forward to those but you can really help the show by reviewing the podcast and leaving a question for me on triplefpodcastcom slash contact. That'll really help me come up with some content that you guys want to hear and in general just help the content be more tailored to what you guys want. Thanks for joining me today on this Workout Wednesday, September 6th, episode number 95 where I talk about conditioning. Let's get down to the episode. Workout Wednesday. It is a Workout Wednesday and I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Thank you for joining me today on this Wednesday and it is starting to feel like fall outside. Uh, So I hope you guys are starting to enjoy that fall weather and you know, hopefully you're cooling off a little bit. Today's show is brought to you by you guys, listeners. Thank you for all you do to support the show and for helping it grow quite a bit over the last few months. It's all thanks to you guys, whether you share it, whether you just talk about the podcast, whether you review or subscribe, all these things help. So I thank you guys a ton for that. Have a lot of good stuff coming up for you in the next few weeks. Today's show is all about conditioning, not necessarily cardio, but conditioning and how it's such an important thing in your workout, something you should not skip. This is something I see often in the gym, in athletes, in just fitness people in general, is that they become so they become so like into one ideology of training that they'll start skipping other portions of their fitness, right? Maybe they ignore their nutrition because they only care about getting big and strong. Maybe they start ignoring cardio or conditioning because you know they just think lifting weights is the way to go. Maybe they... Avoid resistance training because they just think they want to get in shape and running will get them there, right? These are some different problems I see, and conditioning is definitely one thing that's skipped quite often. But it's something really important in your workouts, and it's something that should not be skipped at all, right? There's a lot of common thoughts on cardio and conditioning, a lot of times what I see is that cardio is all or nothing, right? Some people are all in on cardio and they're just gonna run in the treadmill, the elliptical, the bike every day, and that's their workout every day. Other times it's gonna be something like it's nothing, right? You're not gonna have any cardio because cardio maybe makes you lose muscle, maybe cardio isn't, you know, as promoted in the bodybuilding world or that weightlifting. Community, So it's really an all-or-nothing mentality, but really where cardio and conditioning should lie is somewhere in the middle. The weightlifters tend to avoid it. People that do a lot of cardio tend to overdo it. I see this a lot in... The difference of men and women a lot of times i think men tend to avoid conditioning and cardio women tend to overduke conditioning and cardio and they kind of need a little bit of what the other one's doing right the men need a little bit more cardio the women need a little bit more weight training now this is just like a general statement this isn't for everybody but this is something i see often the point of it being that you need to find somewhere in the middle and you need to make a well-rounded fitness practice right you need to be well-conditioned, you need to be strong, you need to be fit, you need to be healthy, and all these things play a part in your overall fitness. Now, when I'm talking about cardio and conditioning, they are two separate things. I've talked about this in a previous episode, and um, like about how conditioning is superior to cardio and how they're different, but just to review conditioning, how I define conditioning is it's short, It's intense, and it's tough to get through, right? It requires that grit. It it requires that discipline that's going to help you power through that short, intense session. Now, these are going to be very, very hard, but they're going to be short-lasting, and they're going to be kind of at the end of your workout. It's going to be something in conditioning that gets you ready for action, right? It's something that'll get you into shape quick, not necessarily to go run a marathon, but just to get in good shape with your lungs, your muscle endurance, and just being ready for anything that comes up. If you pick up basketball game comes up, if you need to move furniture, these things are going to be greatly improved. You're going to make them way easier by adding conditioning into your workout. Now, on the other hand, cardio, how people define cardio is it's usually like slow, long, kind of boring, maybe a paced movement, and it's going to take, you know, it's going to be harder to be sustainable because it's a lot longer, uh, it's a lot longer time commitment. You're gonna to have to you know, run on the treadmill for 30, 45 minutes, whether it's treadmill or another machine, but conditioning is gonna be more like a short, intense, just really hard exercise at the end of your other training. That's how I define conditioning versus cardio, but I do just, it's mainly about the terms, right? It might be cardio that you're working. Cardio basically just means you're working that cardiovascular system or your cardiorespiratory system. You're getting better lungs better blood flow, and it's just kind of a negative, a negative association with the word right now though, right? If you say you do cardio, people are going to think that you run for hours and that you're weak and small, right? But conditioning is more of a positive thing with it. There's strength conditioning paired together, right? That's what I do. Strength conditioning coach works on strength, conditioning for an athlete, getting them ready for an event or their sport. So conditioning is more of a positive a positive association. That's really why I use the word, but they're one in the same, just I usually define conditioning as the shorter, more intense cardio. So I've talked about this, like I said before, but conditioning is superior in my opinion to this long form cardio, mainly because of sustainability, which of course I talk about every day episode it seems like but sustainability is huge if you can't do something for a long period of time if you can't stick to it what's the point right and conditioning is easy to stick to because you're only committing to 10 15 20 minutes max at the end of your workouts you're already in the gym and the conditioning is just tossed in at the end kind of as a finisher something to get you into great shape without making a huge time commitment or adding a whole nother workout into your week it's very effective as well these short intense exercises if you can push through them are going to get you in shape fast and they're going to get you really visible results really tangible results, you can really tell the difference right away. Whereas if you're doing long form cardio, maybe you're running for an hour, you're not necessarily going to see these results because it's going to translate into that, right? If you ride bike for an hour, it's going to translate into riding bike for an hour. That's where you're going to see the difference is that you're getting better at that activity. However, the conditioning with this intense short bouts of exercise, you're going to see that translate into any kind of Sport where you have short bouts of intense exercise or maybe you're moving something heavy or maybe it's just running up the stairs, you're going to get in better shape for these different things. However, whether the conditioning's better, the cardio is better, whatever the differences are, whatever is more sustainable, more effective, the worst mistake you can make as a fitness enthusiast as someone who cares about their health is not doing anything right if you ignore your conditioning you're really making a big mistake do not ignore your conditioning or your cardio do not ignore the internal things that matter like your cardiorespiratory system your cardiovascular system your heart as a muscle if you ignore your conditioning you're going to be out of shape whether you're strong whether you run a lot whether you stretch a lot no matter what, if you ignore your conditioning, you're going to be out of shape. If you really make a priority out of your cardio, your conditioning, you're going to always be in killer shape. You're going to be ready for anything. You're going to be ready to play a sport. You're going to be ready to play with you know, your kids, your dogs. Maybe you want to go for a quick run with someone. Maybe you want to ride bike. Maybe you want to move a couch. But no matter what it is, the conditioning is going to get you into the shape where you can do this stuff with ease. You're going to feel way better. You're going to have more energy and you'll be able to perform better in your normal life. So when you're setting up conditioning in your workout, when you're figuring out what conditioning kind of workouts you want to start doing, um, there's a few principles you can keep in mind, right? Some some conditioning principles that you got to keep in mind. So, Number one, it's going to be short, right? Your conditioning isn't going to be 30, 45, 60 minutes. It's going to be short. It's going to be like 10 to 20 minutes. I'd say minimum 10, maximum 20, just because you're throwing it in at the end of your workout. It's going to be intense. You're going to have a high heart rate. You're going to be sucking wind the whole time. Your heart rate is going to be hovering near your training max, which basically means roughly it's 220 minus your age so me being 24 years old it's like 196 and it's going to be shooting right around that heart rate you might be a little bit below it during your rest you might shoot a little bit above while you're working but you're going to be really high heart rate for that whole time and it's a short amount of time but you're really skyrocketing that heart rate for that amount of time you're not taking a lot of rest because you don't want that heart rate to fall down right you don't necessarily have to monitor your heart rate But if you do these short, intense workouts, you need to keep in mind that they're supposed to be crazy hard and you're supposed to feel like you're going to die because you're having that high intensity and that little rest. You're not killing yourself with this workout, but it is something just to shoot yourself into that zone that weight training won't get you into and that long form cardio won't get you into. You're going to utilize movements in this conditioning that are going to make you strong. They're going to make you powerful. Maybe they're going to translate into something else other than just getting you into shape, right? This is where the difference of conditioning and say like jogging comes in. Jogging is just going to get you better at jogging. However, if you could do conditioning workouts and you use different movements that'll help you get strong and powerful you'll not only get into better shape but you'll get better at those movements as well which will translate into other areas of your training in your life so i like to use strongman movements um, carries tire flips uh, bear hug walks maybe you're doing like a clean and press these kind of movements, even weight lifts are good. So things like cleans, things like overhead press, squats, deadlifts. These could be used in your conditioning. You can go lighter. Um, bodyweight exercises, that's a big one. So maybe it's, um, maybe it's push-ups, maybe it's pull-ups, maybe it's inverted rows, maybe it's bodyweight squats, maybe it's jumps. These different things are all going to help you get stronger in your relative body weight and or like your relative strength, your body weight, and they're also going to help you get better at those exercises while getting you into great shape. Also, sprints are a big one. So like I'll get into my favorite conditioning workouts in a little bit, but sprints are great because sprints are going to get you faster, more powerful, stronger in your legs, and you're going to get into great shape by utilizing sprinting workouts. So you're doing these things at the end of your workout, but you need to keep in mind they're not less important than the workout. When I program conditioning for people, I'll either work it into their workout. So their whole weight training workout is improving their conditioning, or I'm going to put it at the very end of their weight training. But that doesn't mean it's less important. Just because it's at the end doesn't mean it's at the, you know, the tip of the pyramid or doesn't mean it's at like the bottom of the hierarchy. It just means that that's the right placement for it, right? If you think about where you'd want to put conditioning in your workouts, you have a few options in my opinion you got four options i think you got off days so you do it where the days you don't have any training you could do it before your workout you could do it during your workout or you could do it at the end of your workout now let's look at all four of these options number one your off days this one's an okay option i'd be all right with you doing a separate conditioning workout on your off days the problem there is that you're going to end up working out seven days a week and that's not that sustainable for a lot of people It's easy to do your conditioning when you're already in the gym for training. If you need to go to the gym again for conditioning, you might start skipping that day because you don't think it's as important. Um, Also, you might kind of tamper with your recovery a little bit. It shouldn't be an issue, but if you go too hard, you might not recover the same as you would if you just did it at the end of your workouts. Let's look at the next one. That would be before your workouts. This, not a good option because you're gonna tire yourself out for your weight training. Right, which is going to put you at risk for injury. It's going to put you at risk for breaking down your form, and it's not going to let you be as strong as you could be if you did it, say, on an off day or at the end of your workout, which is the next option. You can do these conditioning at the end of your workout, which is good, and they're usually how I recommend it because you're already in the gym. You've already worked your muscles. You don't have to worry about your form. You can you know, lighten the load in your conditioning if you need to, and it's going to really finish off that great workout by helping you get into good shape. You can also do it during your workouts. Like I said, I program this sometimes. You might need a coach to help you do this on how to program conditioning into your weight training effectively without taking away strength gains and without taking away recovery, like in between sets and things like that. So they're all good options, probably except just doing it before your training. It's really up to you what you find most sustainable. But what I see for people is it's most sustainable at the end of your workout. So that's why I usually put it there. But it's not less important. Being in shape and being, you know, having good conditioning is super important for your fitness and your health, and just because it's at the end doesn't mean you shouldn't prioritize it. So don't think of it as something that can be skipped at the end. Don't think of it as something that is optional. I'm guilty of this. Sometimes you get to the end of that workout, you're running low on time, maybe you're already kind of tired from your weight training, and it's easy to skip it. However... As I talked about on this last Motivation Monday, just yesterday, that's when you need to start working, right? When the going gets tough, that's when you need to put in the hard work, and those are the results that are really going to shine through. The last principle for conditioning that I have is that you need to just make it fun. Okay, you need to make your conditioning very fun, and you need to make it That's going to just going to help with the sustainability if you're going to want to do your conditioning if you enjoy it. If you hate strongman exercises, don't do them for your conditioning, right? If you hate bodyweight movements right now, maybe try to get better at them, but don't necessarily program them yet. You need to do things that you're actually going to want to do and that you can try to get better at. You might suck at them, but if you enjoy getting better at them, you're going to really want to do it more and thus you're going to get in better shape. So I have some favorite workouts I wanted to touch on. I came up with quite a few of them, almost 10 workouts. Uh, I'm just going to kind of touch on a few of them, kind of group them together, and give you some examples of how I would do a conditioning workout at the end of a workout. If you implement these right away, you're going to see crazy results but probably two to three weeks you're going to start seeing yourself get in better shape you're going to start seeing yourself get better at these actual workouts and it's going to start translating to other things it's a really important step to take in your overall fitness and maybe you have a few extra pounds to lose maybe you just want to do things better in your normal life adding conditioning and like these workouts in is going to make a big difference so number one something i really like to do is a bodyweight circuit. So this is something you can just throw in at the end no matter what kind of day you had as far as your weightlifting whether it was full body, maybe it was upper, maybe it was lower. It doesn't really matter. You just throw in a bunch of bodyweight exercises in a circuit fashion and you don't push the muscles too hard. Maybe you choose easier versions. So if you can do if you can do elevated push-ups where your feet are up on a box, maybe you just do normal push-ups or knee push-ups. If you You know, pull-ups might be a little hard for you. You do inverted rows instead. So you really dial back the movements on your body weight circuit. But you're going to throw in maybe like anywhere from four to six or seven movements all in a row with little to no rest. And you're just going to do this circuit and then rest at the end of it. And you're going to repeat this three or four times. That's going to be great to get you into shape and get you really good at the endurance factor in these movements. I really like also uh, barbell complexes These using the same principle as a bodyweight circuit, only you're going to use a barbell. So with a barbell complex, you're going to pick maybe three to 10 exercises. You can choose however many you want to, and you're going to do them all with the same weight on a barbell. You can start with an empty barbell, so just like 45 pounds. And then you know, if you're really good at it, maybe you can add 10, 20 pounds as you go. Uh, I like to do like a favorite one would throw in Olympic lifts and your normal compound lifts all in this barbell complex so an example of a barbell complex you'd hold an empty barbell 45 pound barbell and maybe you'd start with it uh, like you're you're hanging with it so you just have it right in front of you you do 10 stiff leg deadlifts then you do 20 cleans then maybe you do 10 overhead presses followed by 10 rows and then you put the bar on your back and do maybe like 10 15 squats if you do this you know six to eight times through with no rest between exercises just rest between the complex you're really going to see yourself get pretty tired because you're going to be using those compound movements and those muscle groups that are going to get a lot of work in i also really like sprints and hill sprints in particular that's something i I really really love because the sprints are like i said going to get you strong and powerful it's a great movement to get good at if you can't sprint it's not going to translate well into playing sports or anything like that if you can't if you're not in good enough shape to do that hill sprints in particular are good because they're going to keep you from getting injured if you haven't sprinted in a long time going out to a football field and sprinting might make you tweak a hamstring or might make you hurt your ankle or something like that because of that flat ground The hill, though, is really going to slow you down and really make you use your leg power a little more than just flat ground sprints. So that's usually why I recommend hill sprints to somebody instead of flat sprints. But this is probably the easiest one you can throw in. If you're new to conditioning, if you're new just to this short, intense kind of workout, this anaerobic training, hill sprints are going to be probably the first step to take. These are going to be intense, hard. You're going to recover quickly from them, and you're really going to see results fast really love hill sprints for conditioning also i love strongman movements this is a personal favorite of mine just because i like doing the movements so you might do something like a clean and press like with a log or something big like that maybe you're doing tire flips maybe you're doing farmer's walks there's lots of different great strongman movements you can try however what i like to do is do a strongman movement most likely a carry or a flip and then throw in burpees in between the exercises right so this one is just like a continuous movement maybe you're doing a ladder type movement where you're doing a strongman movement five burpees strongman movement four burpees all the way down to one and then all the way back up to five that's going to be a killer for you. You're going to really work your muscles hard and the strongman that's going to get you just exhausted and then you're going to have to push through that hard time with the burpees. So just kind of like how I said, do a strongman movement, throw in some burpees while you're basically resting between the movements of strongman and you're just going to keep on alternating like that until you can't go anymore or until you hit that time limit. Another thing I really like are sleds and more specifically prowlers. If I had to pick, prowlers would be my stuff jordan loves today just because these with sleds and prowlers you're also sprinting right you're pushing a prowler it's basically a sled that you push a sled where you could have like a harness around your waist or just a rope and you're pulling the sled with weight on it when i was younger i used to use just a old tire with the rim in it still i would put a rope through the rim and i would throw salt bags on the tire right so i would put These 40 pound softener salt bags from our basement on top of a tire with a rim in it. And I would take it out to the grass and I would hook a rope through the rim and then pull that. I would sprint with it and I would change the weight on it just kind of sporadically. Great for getting into shape and it's great for protecting you from injury as well because you're really slowing yourself down. Just like in the hill sprints, you're not going to pull a hamstring, pushing a sled or pulling a sled because you're really, you know, you're eliminating the eccentric portion i guess you could say so because you're going to have to work harder you're taking smaller steps you're you moving a lot slower that leg is not flying up in front of you and trying to slow you down as fast which is the problem in sprints basically as you do these workouts those are kind of my favorites for conditioning workouts something you can really throw in right away um, as you go through these Over time, you still want to implement the principles of progressive overload. And what you want to do is you want to increase your work over time or decrease your rest over time. So say I was doing sprints. I was doing, maybe I was doing 100-yard sprints. If I could do 100-yard sprints in this week, maybe in two or three weeks, I would increase that to 120-yard sprints. Or maybe I would just decrease the rest. Instead of resting a minute between sprints, I would rest 45 seconds and then 30 seconds just you know make it more intense as you get better at it you need to get better at what you're doing so pick maybe two or three conditioning workouts and really work on those you're going to get better at them you're going to be able to see your conditioning improve right in front of your eyes however once you get to that point once you're better at your workout once you can do something more efficiently whether it's sprinting carrying something maybe a barbell complex, then switch it up. Once you get to that point, you want to keep your body guessing. Keeping your body guessing is something that I'm not a huge advocate of as far as your normal training goes. I think that's kind of overrated as far as your muscle building and things like that, but in conditioning, it's huge because you're going to give a new stimulus that your body will have to overcome. Once you become efficient at it, your body is not going to improve the conditioning as much. So once you see yourself get that efficiency, then switch it up, add in a new complex, a different kind of sprint. Maybe you'd push a sled instead of sprinting, just switch it up at that point. The biggest thing here is to push yourself, right? Be intense, really push through this hard, hard workout, do it short, intense, and crazy hard. However, don't be dumb, right? That's important too, because if you are pushing yourself too hard, you're putting yourself at risk for injury, Conditioning is meant to help you get better in your life, not set you back. So if you're going too heavy in your barbell complexes or your strongman movements, maybe you're sprinting too fast on flat ground, that might be considered dumb. I would say try to choose the safest movements you can and really try to focus on injury prevention. The conditioning is going to help with injury prevention, but you, know, you have to be smart as well. Workout Wednesday. And that'll do it for today's Workout Wednesday. Thank you for joining me for episode number 95. I look forward to Friday's episode where I talk about nutrition and diet. Thank you for listening to me talk about conditioning. I hope you guys really take it to heart and start throwing in conditioning in your workouts. So many people skip it and so many people shouldn't, right? It's very important. If you have any questions you want answered on the podcast and you want me to do an episode about them, maybe you have a guest request you want to see on the podcast, just go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, that's triple, then the letter F, podcast.com slash contact and leave your contact request or question or guest request or whatever you have there. Also, reviews on iTunes are greatly appreciated. If you leave a review, you'll be entered to win a free fitness food and freedom t-shirt. Thank you for doing that, and thank you just for talking about the podcast to your friends and family and helping it grow. I'm Jordan Soltz, your host. This has been a Workout Wednesday, episode number 95, closing in on 100. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you guys on Friday. Have a great rest of your week, everybody.